host, TJ. Hello and welcome to the Filter Free Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Stevens. Step hens. I think it's Stepins. Mm. Depends. Depends. No, I'll that's wear- what he's wearing. In Alabama, I guess I'll be wearing Depends. That's what you 90 year get, old You should get those Knicks. After I've the, seen them. They're, the period panties, they hold as much as eight tampons, which I find odd in a pair disgusting. of panties. I feel like if you sit down, you're going to make a Bloody Mary. But Oh. <laughs> 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 I just had French fries and ketchup. Come on. <laughs> well, if it fits as much as eight tampons, why would you not just wear eight tampons? <laughs> this is a great way to start the show. Uh, I've already gagged twice. Um, Period underwear. So anyway, as always, I'm joined by Dollar Bill Dave. What? And Timmy C. Apparently, they also make bras. Let's move on. This is gross. <laughs> Please remember to unsubscribe from the show and give it. Go ahead and give us that one star because we're just sick. go ahead and unsubscribe from this show. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you get your podcast, so go everywhere you get a podcast and subscribe to it, and then unsubscribe. <laughs> and then subscribe to Nick's. Yeah. <laughs> And, and get a chin, Jim. While you're at it, follow the show on Twitter at FF Popcast, on Instagram at Filter Free Popcast. Follow the network on Twitter at Filter Free Net. Timmy, what is available? And don't say next on the network when they become a ten dollar dummy head. They're the new sponsor, by the way. Oh, we have a sponsor. Yeah, oh, Nick. Nicks are awesome, y'all. <laughs> Did you know they'll hold eight tampons with <laughs> where the fluid. <laughs> Well, you'll get Legends Let's Rethink This with last week we had Mike Kyoto on. Awesome. We're, we're trying to make that a regular thing, y'all, just in case you're wondering. Love Kyoto. Yeah, trying to trying to revamp no, not, that, not do it a little Kyoto, bit more. Because that would be stealing. And no, not, not, not just Kyoto. He oh. already does that. But, okay, good. Yeah. yeah. In the fall, you'll get footballers getting paid with him and Dave. You'll have the number one, yet it's kind of irregular. Evolution of evil. Well, it's only a regular because of schedules and travel. And Justin travels a lot. Next week, you will get wrestling with commercials. I promise, because I will tackle Dave and we're going to watch some commercials together. I already have them picked out 14 minutes of commercials and some top golf in Alabama. And, you know, I keep talking about not having 2023 list of bus rides and events, but I feel like at least two of us are going to be in Detroit for SummerSlam. Well, technically, tree. It's just the third the third guy we don't ever do a show anymore. He doesn't count. He does. He still counts. Okay. Well, he counts as two then, because I've seen him. He's lost 60 pounds. I turned around and found him. You fatty. All right. Well, whatever. Me, but I'm not going. Detroit. Maybe Hot Rocks Cafe. Maybe. Oh, oh, that, oh now I want to go. Maybe, maybe a little Friday night action. Maybe time to pull the trigger. Before SummerSlam. We'll get back to that. Hot Rocks Cafe. Episode one. Nick's. Sponsored by Nick's. That would be the the Bloody Rocks Cafe. (laughs) Um, I think 
the Bloody Mary on the Rocks Cafe. <laughs> I, I I think we can um, we can go ahead and announce this. So uh, who? So we initially we've been teasing for months about a new show that was coming out. Unfortunately, uh, we have to inform everyone that show fell through. So that. But- so we were no longer doing that, and uh, but on the on the bright side of things, in a new um, development of this show, very soon we will be debuting on the Premier Podcast Network. Who? What? Yes, us. These three jokers. We could even do the show live on the streaming network. What's up? We're working out some details yet, but yes, we're we at least by be, Nick's. We're at least, I doubt it after this. Episode, it it but, slows the stream down if you oh, have Nick's. That's what's you, wrong with my stream. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> your your modem has a diaper. I don't. God, I shouldn't be wearing these Nick's. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I only wear them It's for a different reason, though. Thank you. So, yes, be on the lookout for us there. Um, there's a possibility that will not be the only show with us three clowns on it appearing on there also. So They got 1986 Wrestling Challenge that I can jump in on. Mm. That'd be a stupid show. That's a great show. <laughs> Shut your damn whore mouth. I think hey. I'd start watching 1986 Wrestling Challenge to join in on that. Hey, do you guys want to see Tony Gurria again? No. Do you want to see Mick awesome Foley job out? No, I don't want to see Mick Foley job out. You I've know seen me? it. He, he's on there like every week. Just a jobbing. Mm. Just a jobbing. So, yeah, we there are things happening. With this show, and it, it's only we are super years. excited. Yes, we are. I I could not be happier to be uh, announcing this again. Thank you to the people over at uh, Premier Podcast Network for bringing us in, and um, thank you, Efren. Thank you, Efren. Could not be more accommodating, and um, we will celebrate this weekend in Alabama. What's up? Too bad Efren's not going to be there. Yeah. I would have bought him a daiquiri. <laughs> Does he drink daiquiris? I'm not even sure. A cocktail. Mm. Yeah, he, he Stop it. Stop all. it. <laughs> Let's just get started before we get before we get kicked off the network before we even started. <laughs> because this week we're going back to mm, Majestic. June 3rd, 2008. We're going to watch something we have never watched on this show. And maybe we better Timmy, never watch again. And we, Good wrestling. No, that ain't may, it. Maybe Timmy will like this version of WWECW. I do. <laughs> However, before we get to that show, let's see what was happening in your world yesterday. Let's run through some events. Felter Free Up First Stories and Mr. June 1st. A fire from Universal Studios in Hollywood destroys Courthouse Square, the Clock Tower from the Back to the Future, and the King Kong exhibit. Did you say the Clock Tower? The Clock Tower. 
By the way, this also destroyed a huge portion of our old film library. Thank you also, Efren. There was a secret room where all that stuff burned on that lot. It was terrible. Did it make it fireproof? No, ain't that smart. It seems like an oversight. June 2nd, American rock guitarist Bo Diddley passes away at age 79. Bo knows Diddley. Bo, you don't know Diddley. Mm. June 4th. The Red Wings of Detroit win their 11th Stanley Cup as they beat the Penguins three games to two and get. Or I'm sorry, they beat them three to two in Game Six of the, the Stanley Red Cup Wings final. Wings wearing their Knicks. Tim, please. Um. <laughs> so did you know there are actually three Stanley Cups? I don't know if I like where this is going. I've drank beer. There, there, there are. There is the one they keep in the Hockey Hall of Fame. The one that goes to the team every year? Yes. And then there is the one they send on media that is not actually a Stanley Cup. You get a fake Stanley Cup sent so, out. Is that the one they just beat the shit out of every year? I think they beat the shit out of all of them and have to keep them matching. See, I actually, I love the Stanley Cup because every year there's, you know, the next one was the Stanley Cup. They get their name etched on it, which is phenomenal. I love that. But then, did you know every 13 years a ring drops off? What is it, a tree? What are you talking about? No, like there's a big ring, a small one. Well, I'm sure there's more than one Stanley Cup in the Hall of Fame, Timmy. No, there's one Stanley Cup. So I don't understand. They got to change the names every 13 years. Every 13 years you lose a ring. Like the bottom of it gets cut off. And that is also in the Hall of Fame, but the cup can only be so tall. My, I mean, you keep you keep going. Eventually, the Stanley Cup's going to be the fucking pyramids well, in Egypt. Dingling, I figured they'd make multiple Stanley Cups. No, there are three Stanley Cups. This is blowing my mind. We just started this like three. I feel like There's we three. Just about this. There's three of them. Three Stanley Cups. <laughs> One in the Hockey Hall of Fame. One. One goes to the team. Two. And then one is on a media tour. Grab a strong hand. And all three of them, every 13 years, a ring gets cut off the box. I've got a really good thing. This is going to be a good show. I, I, I think your fingers part. have tendonitis. How about that? Did he? Tendonitis. June 8th, Rafael Nadal wins his four straight French Open, beating out Roger Federer. With this win, Nadal ties the record for consecutive French Opens with Bjorn Borg. Rafa. Rafa. Men's tennis is absolutely terrible. It is not. It's it's very athletic. I'd rather watch old grandmas play pickleball. You're like a pickleball champion. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> June 10th, Reacher, researchers discovered a new species of ancient reptile in Brazil called the Tiawaga Paradoxa. This reptile lived approximately 250 million years ago during the Middle Triassic period and belongs to a group of reptiles known as Archoceriformes. Is that this the reason not you can't swim note. in the Amazon? What? Is that the one that swims up your dick? And I don't think so. What, okay. are, what are you talking about? You not heard about it? I've never heard of like a reptile parasite. that does that. Yeah. I got alligator fish. nads in the reptile, guys. In the reptile. In the Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, why are you in the hospital? I've got an alligator in my dick. <laughs> June 12th, 
Speaking of dicks, Coldplay releases their fourth studio album, Viva La Vida or Death. The album would go on to win three Grammy Awards. Never the heard song, The song Viva La Vida would go on to be Hall of Famer and Cincinnati Reds legend Scott Rowland's walk-up song. He sucks. Philadelphia Phillies and St. Louis Cardinals legend Scott Rowland? No. Cincinnati Reds legend. I don't, I don't, I've never heard of that team. June 13th. Bill Murray and Jennifer Butler divorced due to infidelity and abuse. It's it's really sad that we're finding out here in the recent years that Bill Murray is a giant douchebag. You see who he's dating now? No idea. The chick that sings My Milkshake Brings All the Boys to the Yard? Kellis. Nice. Kellis. Kellis. He's 73 my, and she's 42 or something like that. My favorite thing I've ever heard. I was going to say Megan Fox because she's newly single. She break up with Machine Gun Kelly? I believe so, yeah. Good for her. So you're saying I got a chance. You do. Where's, where's my tender? J- Alabama. June 22nd. <laughs> Timbaland marries Monique Idlet in Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you. It's too late to apologize. Is I that her? they're divorced. Are they divorced? I don't know. Producer, look Pro- it up. Are they divorced? While we're doing that, June 23rd, Felix Hernandez of the Seattle Mariners, a pitcher. Hits a yes. grand slam against the New York Mets, making himself the first pitcher to do so since 1971 when Steve Dunning did it while playing for the for the Cleveland Guardians, and he hit his grand slam off of Diego Segui of the Oakland Athletics. David cool. Segui's little brother. I think that's probably his older brother or dad, I would say. Dad? In 2008? No. In 1971, Dingling. Oh. Well, maybe. I don't know. I should have looked up who uh, Felix hit his off of. I don't know. I, I did research on the wrong end. June 26th, the Chicago Bulls select Should Mon- have wore some Knicks. They need to done research on the right end. Uh, select Ugh. Memphis point guard Derek Rose, number one overall. He would be a future league MVP. And a sad story when he got hurt. Knees. Terrible. June 27th, Bill Gates step down, steps down as chairman of the Microsoft Corporation to work full-time for the Bill and Linda Gates Foundation. That's what he says. Then he started making real money. Yeah. Yep. June 27th, quite the lineup at the Glastonbury Festival in Pilton, England, as the Kings of Leon, The Verve, and Jay-Z headline uh, a show that also included Neil Diamond, Leonard Cohen, and Sinead O'Connor. I think somebody's out of place there. Uh, uh, lots of them. Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, and well, she, she didn't sing. She didn't sing. She yeah. just moved her mouth. Neil Diamond. I mean, none <laughs> of that matches. By the way, Timbaland. It was too late to apologize after, after five, five years. years. Good for him. June twenty eighth, golfing legend Greg Norman marries tennis legend Chris Evert in Paradise Island, Bahamas. I've been I there. saw her on the Jim Rome show. Jim Rome sucks. She tried to beat up Jim Rome. And then Greg Norman started Saudi golf, and now it's merged with the PGA. And Wait, is that why all the big Jim mess. Everett years eight later beat the shit out of Jim Rome? Yeah, he kept calling him Chris Everett. Chris in Everett, one of the yeah. greatest moments in television history because Jim Rome's a giant tool? Yes. Great. I could not be happier with all this right now. June 30th. Sri Lanka beats Bangladesh in the 2008 Cricket Asia Cup. How come none of these are in my notes? Because I didn't put them in. June 30th. Who's adding to these? Mamma Mia! The movie premieres at Leicester Square in London. 
Every time I hear Mama Mia, I think of Las Vegas. Well, do you know what I think of when I hear this show? Stories in the Wheelhouse. That's next, June 13th. Wait. What? You don't want to hear why I think of Mama Mia in Las Vegas? I mean, I didn't care, but go ahead. Okay, no, go No, <laughs> please. No, tell it's your- fine. <laughs> it's fine. Please tell your story. You ever been to Vegas, TJ? No. Never. Mama never Mia. Will. Mama Mia. They have slot machines for Mama Mia in, uh, I believe it's the Venetian, but whatever casino the musical Mama Mia plays in, they have slot machines with the, whoever starred in that movie, whatever the blonde chickie is. Um, My balls hurt. They play Dancing Queen. So when you're walking through the casinos, all you hear all day long is Dancing Queen. I don't care if you're playing blackjack. If you're in the high limit poker room, doesn't matter. All you hear is Dancing Queen because they want you to go to the Mamma Mia show. Mamma Mia. Dang. Wow. Dave, you're muted. (laughs) June 13th. Stories in the wheelhouse. Longtime moderator of NBC's Meet the Press and the senior vice president of ABC News, Tim Russert passes away at the age of 58 from coronary artery disease. We understand that the world of global news is a complete zoo, lacking anyone with any real credibility as journalists, which is why we cover the good ones when the occasion arises. After spending some time running the Buffalo office for U.S. Senator Daniel Moynihan and even becoming his chief of staff, Russert moved on to becoming the top aide for New York Governor Mario Cuomo before being hired by NBC News in 1984. Just five years after being hired by NBC, he became the bureau chief in 1989 and was then named host of Meet the Press in 1991. So people who are unfamiliar with Meet the Press, which is probably most people, is they would have rotating hosts, moderators. Russert was the first one that stuck. That's how good he was. Russert then went on to become the longest-running host of Meet the Press, and when he when he and the show was at its peak, which unfortunately was around the time he passed away, Time Magazine named Russert one of the 100 most influential people in the world. In 2000, Russert covered the election on a whiteboard, which is now at the Smithsonian Institute. So I should be more clear here. He was uh, he was keeping track of like. Now they have the big, stupid, giant digital board that keep track of electoral counts. He was doing that on a whiteboard. <clears throat> and I'm dying. While on the air covering the election, he predicted the election would come down to Florida by just saying Florida, Florida, Florida several times throughout the, pod- uh, throughout the podcast, throughout the episode. In 2004, Russert did it again, this time predicting the election would come down to Ohio. Then in 2008, he said it would come down to New Mexico, Colorado, Arizona, and Nevada, which it did. Well, I guess you could put me on there because I could have told you that it would come down to the swing states, too. Well, Florida was a big deal because if you remember 2000, that was the hanging Chad year. Yep. Florida, yeah. Shortly after 1.30 p.m. on Friday, June 13th, Russert collapsed at the offices of WRC-TV, which houses the Washington, D.C. Bureau of NBC News, where he was chief. He had been recording voiceovers for the Sunday edition of Meet the Press. According to Brian Williams, while speaking at the Kennedy Center, 
Russert's last words were, what's happening? Spoken as a greeting to NBC Washington Bureau editing supervisor Candace Harrington as he passed her in the hallway. Russert then walked down the hallway to record the voiceovers in the soundproof booth and collapsed. A co-worker began to perform CPR on Russert until paramedics arrived. After attempting to defibrillate Russert's heart three times with no response, Russert was transported to Sibley Memorial Hospital, arriving at 2.23 p.m., where he was pronounced dead. Russert grew up as a New York Yankees fan, switching his allegiance to the Washington Nationals when they were established in Washington, D.C. Russert held season tickets to both Nationals and the Washington Wizards. So he's the one. He he is the one for the Wizards, yes. And this is where it gets unfortunate. Lifelong fan of the Buffalo Bills, Russert often closed Sunday broadcast during the football season with a statement of encouragement for the franchise. Yeah, how about don't let the Bengals whip that ass again, trash franchise. Mm. I'd rather be the Buffalo franchise than the Bengals franchise. If only Russell was from I'm Kansas City. If only he was from Kansas City, because they make you all their bitch on a regular basis. Mm. Incorrect. On July 23rd, 2008, <laughs> U.S. Route 20A leading to the Bills' Ralph Wilson <laughs> Stadium in Orchard Park, New York, was renamed Timothy J. Russert Highway. Apparently it dead ends just like every bill season. Timothy Timothy J. Stevens Highway. TJ Russert. Step Hens Boulevard. Russert was also a Buffalo Sabres fan and appeared on an episode of Meet the Press next to Stanley Cup during the Sabres playoff run. Which one was that? I say you know the one. One, two, or three. You know, you know the one playoff run. I'm betting it was who's this Stanley Cup you speak of? That's probably the year they had Dominic Hashik. Yeah, he was good. The Dominator. The Dominator. Phenomenal. While his son was attending Boston College, he often ended Meet the Press with a mention of the success of various Boston College sports streams. Streams? Streams. Streams. Teams. How many teams does this guy have? He cheered for everybody. What the hell? I mean, you, you mentioned. I mean, there's two baseball teams, but it's because nobody wants to be a Yankees fan. And then you Yankees mentioned the Bills. That's one. And, and the then Sabres. You, and then you mentioned the Sabres. That's also one. It's a different sport. And then Boston College. And then Boston College. One college. That's a lot of fans. You're a lot, You're allowed to have teams in other sports there, ding dong. Bears, no. Bulls, Blackhawks, Bears. Cubs. Bears, Bulls, Bears twice. Blackhawks, Bears. Bear, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Cubs is what I want. I like the Sheboygan Bears too, man. You should. Solid franchise. <laughs> but let's pick up the mood a little bit. June 16th, Tiger Woods beats Rocco Mediate in a sudden death hole after 18 holes of playoff golf to win the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. This was the 108th edition of the U.S. Open and had a field of 156 players before it dwindled down to 80 after the cut. The total prize fund was $7.5 million, with the winner getting $1.35 million. Not a bad payday. The Saudis laugh at that. Well, yeah. They're like, we'll pay you that for Thursday. <laughs> Tiger's win seemed a long shot as he was suffering from a bad knee. The knee caused him to be short on practice time, and two days after the tournament win, 
Woods announced he would miss the remainder of the season, and this tournament would actually be his last majors title until the Masters in 2019. This round also... We'll get back to that. Yes, we will. This round also... Remember when it was a foregone conclusion that he was going to break Jack Nicklaus's record? I don't think anyone's going to break Jack Nicklaus. He still could. He still could. Tiger Woods is broken. Uh, If Tiger... Jack Nicklaus is going to be dead soon. So... He hasn't played in, since 1994. Tiger yeah, he last played in like 1912. <laughs> if Tiger wasn't going to beat him as much as he dominated, no one's going to beat him. This round also signified the final 18-hole playoff because thank you. As the United States Golf Association introduced the two-hole aggregate playoff, but they didn't need to use it until 2018. So this shows you how, how, much, how much of a rarity this whole tournament was. There is a ton of ways to get into this tournament. Probably too many. Here are the different categories. The last 10 U.S. champions get in. Top two finishers in the 2007 U.S. Amateur get in. Last five Masters champions. Last five British Open champions. Last five PGA champions. The champion from the Players' Cup. U.S. Senior Open champion. Top 15 finishers and ties in the 2007 U.S. Open. Top 30 leaders on the 2007 PGA Tour money list. All players who qualified for the 2007 Tour Championship. There's still 10 more, but you get the idea. Where I I need like the seats taken. Championship Se- seats taken. Like, how are you supposed to get into this? There's 156 players. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah. You went through 148 ways. So. (laughs) (laughs) This win was Tiger's 14th major title. And with this victory, Woods joined Jack Nicklaus as the only two players to win a career grand slam three times. Rocco Mediate never won a major on the PGA Tour. But he's won six times on the tour and three times on the PGA Tour Champions, formerly known as the Senior Tour. Mediate is an alumnus of Florida Southern College, where the ultra babelicious Jandy went to school. She's probably more Ooh. over than she's probably more over than we are. Yes, I need to be better at golf. I played last Sunday and I am ass. <laughs> We know <laughs> over the course of over the course of his career, immediate has a total earnings of more than sixteen million dollars on the PGA Tour, and that doesn't even take into effect his earnings from sponsorships. And he never won a major. Mm-mm. Sixteen million dollars, and I have to pay every time I play golf. And yeah, we say a lot start, of swear words. I think us three need to start taking lessons, and all three of us you should go on the PGA Tour. I'd be well, like maybe, maybe not. Let, let's talk about this. In November 2009, the National Enquirer published a story claiming that Woods had a extramarital affair with New York City nightclub manager Rachel Uchitel. Sure. Uchitel. Uchitel. Somebody told. Mm. But she denied the claim. The Citadel. That's because she had a... Well, no, it was definitely not the Citadel because he breached those walls. Uh. Two days later, around 2.30 a.m., 
Woods was driving from his Florida mansion in his Cadillac Escalade SUV when he collided with a fire hydrant, a tree, and several hedges near his home. Let me repeat that. <clears throat> At 2.30 a.m., he collided with a fire hydrant, a tree, and several hedges. And, and when didn't I say get a DUI, astonishing. When I say when I say near his home, I mean at the edge of his lawn. Drunk and high as a kite, if I remember correctly. I remember this yeah. like it was yesterday. And arguing yep. with his wife about um, I heard she hit her name golf club. Rachel. I'm not gonna tell. So I'm I want to share this with you before you move on with this story. South Park did an episode on this. And what the whole point of the episode was they were releasing a new edition of Tiger Woods Golf. But it was you or his wife, and you just chase him around with a golf club. Yeah, nice. she hit him with a golf club. On December 2nd, following following Us Weekly's magazine previous day reporting of the purported mistress and subsequent release of a voicemail message allegedly left by Wood for the woman, Woods released a further statement. Thank you. Words are also hard on top of math. Yeah. He admitted transgressions and apologized to, quote, all of those who have supported him over the years. While reiterating he and his family's rights to privacy, uh, I, I'll translate it. Um, yeah, I yeah, I ran over the bush and hit the fire hydrant. And in more ways she, than one, am I right, guys? And she had, <laughs> she, and she had every right to be pissed about it. Thank you. And she hit me with a nine iron. She did. <laughs> Over the next few days, more than a dozen women claimed in various media outlets to have had affairs with Woods. I don't want to be a player no more. I'm not a player. I just. So yeah, Tiger Woods is a whore. Yeah. Well, he had a sex addiction. Which, yes, it, he's a whore. So let's skip ahead. On May 29th, 2017, Woods was arrested near his home in Jupiter Island, Florida by the Jupiter Police Department about 3 a.m. For driving under the influence of alcohol or drugs, he was asleep in his car, which was stationary in a traffic lane with his engine running. That's wrong. Dude. Fix but yourself. on a happy note, it appears Tiger Woods through all that now. So, Yeah, he, he's doing better now. Good for him. Age is good. Yes. You know what else age is good? This is the second straight show. They are 20 years apart, this show and the one we did last week from 1988. And yet, we're no, going to we cover... We did 1984 last week. 24 years apart. 24 years. Excuse, I'm stupid. The next show is 88 because I'm a moron. So 24 years ago, and we're still going to cover the NBA Finals featuring the Boston Celtics and the LA Lakers. Although now they have a whole new cast as the big three, the original big three of Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, and Paul Pierce beat the Lakers led by Kobe Bryant and Pau Gasol in six games to win the Celtics 17th NBA championship and their first since 1986. Although the cast had changed for the Celtics versus Lakers rivalry, we're still loaded up with talent as seven members of this series went to the Hall of Fame, including Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Kobe Bryant, Pal Gasol, Phil Jackson, and referee Dick Bavetta. This was also the Celtics' first finals appearance since 1987 when they lost to the Showtime Lakers. Over the course of the next 20 seasons, the Celtics missed the playoffs nine times, 
while also experiencing the death of Reggie Lewis on the court in 1993. A 15-win season. I'm, I'm, I'm going to repeat that in case you missed it. A 15-1-5 win season in 96-97. The Rick Patino debacle. The deaths of Red Auerbach and Dennis Johnson. And then a 24-win season, the season before this, in which the team lost 18 games in a row at one point during the season. Brutal. That's terrible. And I remember Dino Raja, uh, Dana Great. Barros, Chris Corciani. Like, they were some bad, bad Celtic scenes in the mm-hmm. 90s. And Dino Raja was good. There's just no one around him. <laughs> NC State legend. Chris Cortiano. That's great. Gamecocks legend. After that season, Celtics GM Danny Ainge, who should go on the Hall of Fame just for being a GM, acquired both Kevin Garnett and Wolf Ray Pack, Allen. Not Gamecocks. Oh, my bad. Dropped, acquired both Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen and dropped second-year point guard Rajan Rondo in the starting rotation. Kansas Jayhawks legend. After winning only 24 games the previous season, the Celtics won 66 games this season, giving them the best record in the NBA by seven games over the 59-win Detroit Pistons. The Lakers also had some rough years in the 1990s after Showtime ended, but their fortunes turned when they traded center Vlade Divac to the Charlotte Hornets on draft night in 1996 for high school phenom Kobe Bryant, who somehow was drafted 11th. The Lakers started to rebuild, added Shaq, in 1996, and the rest is history. This finals is where one of the most ridiculous Re- LeBron James type Le- acts, Le- Le- LeBron, <laughs> LeBron James type acts was committed. <sighs> in Game One, Celtics star forward Paul Pierce apparently injured his knee while falling awkwardly on Kendrick Perkins' leg and was taken off the court in a wheelchair. Despite what... Re, what <laughs> <laughs> Despite what Pierce's reaction suggested was a highly debilitating leg injury, he returned to action just minutes later to a crazed cheering from the Celtics' home crowd. I remember this During coverage of the 2019 NBA Finals, Pierce admitted that he just had to use the bathroom. Sure. I had to get carried off the floor because I had to shit right now. (laughs) (laughs) This game is known to many as the wheelchair game. Pathetic. I've never had to shit so bad someone had to carry me. Mm -mm. All right, I'm back. I mean, Um, I've done the duck walk, but... Of course, everyone's done the duck walk. I got to save the jeans. The underwear shot, but I can still save the jeans. What are y'all talking about? We covered this shit last week. Yeah. We just said that. I remember Larry Bird be magic. Sure. I don't have time to keep talking about the same stuff over and over. Let's move on. Next so time. I would I would love to pretend like um this was a bit. But it isn't. So th- th- what Timmy's just what? said. That, I walked away. Hold on. I, I seen it before. You let I don't need to see it again. So what Timmy just said was in the notes. But if you're just listening to this podcast and not watching it, he walked away the entire segment <laughs> and came back just in time for this. I don't need to cover it again. So he legit. Bird beats magic. Bird beats. <laughs> who gives a f- So he legit doesn't know 
anything of the story we just covered. What? Thank you. Celtics beat the producer. Box score trivia. Because you don't trust anyone, or they can misconstrue, misconstrue your word. Just so I won't get fined, boss. But today, I'm the greatest of all time. You like that? You like that? It's time for Box Score Trivia NBA Edition for 2008. You guys surprised me last week. With 84, so you guys should crush 08. Let's see how we do. We're gonna start with points per game. I have a I have a Kobe Bryant. An audible here also. Points per game. We're gonna do six because there's a lot of big names. Kobe Bryant, second in the league, 28.3. There's one. LeBron James. LeBron James led the league 30. There's two. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. No. Shaq. Shaq. No. No. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. No. KG. Paul Gasol. Paul Gasol. No. Kevin Garnett. No. Tim wow, Duncan. we're good at this. Tim Duncan. No. Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki. Yes. Number seven. Yeah. 23.6. There's three. Uh, three more to go. Jameer Nelson. Jameer Nelson. More of an assist guy, but no. <laughs> what about uh, 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 who was the guy? Um, Derek Rose. Derek Rose, we just covered, was drafted in this season. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Texas. Texas. Yes. There's three teams in Texas. <laughs> Houston, Dallas, and San Antonio. Hakeem Olajuwon. Kevin Garnett. Hakeem Olajuwon was long retired, by the <laughs> way. I was making fun of Timmy. No. Um, Kevin Durant. Shit. He went to college in Texas. He's Kevin playing Durant. now. Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. Negative. What? They suck. Kenyon uh, Martin. I mean, Ken- no. I'm not even going to answer that. Nick Here we Van go. Nick, uh, Nick at night. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. No. Jermaine O'Neal, no chance. Indiana Pacers legend. Jermaine O'Neal. Malice at the Palace legend. Jermaine O'Neal. Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo. i pretty sure shot like 17% from the field for his. Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony, number four, 25.7. There's four. Two to go. Holy shit. Oh, my God. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> so here we go. Are you guys ready? Chris Teams. Chris Everett. Chris Everett. Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch. Number 10, 22.3. There's we five. Then the two run a rent. Here we go. Here's how some teams. How is Dwayne Wade not there? Yeah, That's give a me great teams. question. Here we go. Minnesota, the Hornets. The Jazz, the Nets, the Wizards, the Rockets. I almost said the Falcons, but the Hawks. <laughs> the Gilbert Charlotte Arenas. Bobcats. What'd you Gilbert say? Arenas. Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert Arenas. 
No. Uh, Golden State, the Clippers. Another Blake, next uh, Blake, Blake, no. Blake. Blake Griffin not in the league yet. The Bucks, the Kings, the, the Suns, and another Denver Nugget play with Carmelo Anthony. He's number three. Kenyon Martin. Chris no, Webber. No. Uh, Chris the, other, the other Nugget was a shooting guard. Known for his days with Philadelphia. Charles Barkley. That's what I was getting ready to say. One more guess each. Wow, we're terrible at this. You're going to hate yourselves when I start listening to these off. I know. I'm going to punch myself in the face. Um, Fran Tarkenton. Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose, no. Here's the rest of your top 20. Here we go. Al Jefferson. Yeah, I'm never not got it. Punch myself over Hold on. Time. Hold on. It gets better. Chris Paul. Oh, Carlos, my God. Carlos Boozer. Boozer. Vince Carter. Ah, Vince Carter. You should have said Tar Heel legend. Hold on. Vince it, Carter. Wait. It, it gets better than Vince Carter. Anton Jameson. Yep. Tracy McGrady. Oh, Joe Johnson. Jason Richardson. Baron Davis. Baron Corey McGetty. Golden State. Richard Jefferson, Glenn Davis, Michael Red, Kevin Martin, Amari Stoudemire. What did I say? Kevin Martin. No, you said Kenyon. Amari <laughs> no, Stoudemire and number three, Allen Iverson. Don't put words in my oh, mouth. I was saying Kevin AI. Martin. We're going to move on. Assists per game after that last performance. Chris Paul. We're going to do four. Chris Paul led the league 11.6. Jameer Nelson. Jameer Nelson. Still not there. Somehow, no. That's surprising to me. LeBron James. John Stockton. John Stockton, I'm fairly certain, was retired. He started playing like 1981. Um, who would you say? LeBron James. LeBron James. Number eight, 7.2. There's two. Need two more. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. No. Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch. Negative. What? Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo. Weirdly enough, no. John Paxton. No. Ray Allen. Ray Allen. No. Pal Gasol. P- no. So we got a Rocket. We do have a Laker on this list. A Denver Nick Van Exel. Nick Van Exel. <laughs> Michael Cooper, a Denver Nugget. Is that hanging with Mr. Cooper? A Trailblazer, a Spur, a Bull. Kenny, who's that French? Eva Longoria's husband. Parker. Tony Parker. Tony Parker, Parker, number 15. Got it. Look at us. With six. One more to go. One more to go. I got a piston. A supersonic. Isaiah Thomas. A 76er. A nugget. Rip Hamilton. And it's not Owen Hart. A Hornet. Rip Hamilton. No. I heard you the first time. Actually, it's a Bobcat. Excuse me. A Warrior. A Raptor. Uh, Jeff Curry. Did you say Jeff Jarrett? I said Jeff Curry. <laughs> no. This year, he would have been a, a son and a net, I believe. Or a, a, maybe a, a net and a Jason Maverick. Jason Kidd. Jason, Jason Kidd. Kidd, number four, 
10 or 10.1. Here's the rest of your top 20. Which one did he coach? Look at us go. Which one was he coaching at that point? Oh, uh, I don't, he wasn't clearly because he's on he the assist leaderboard. Cats coach and the Nets point guard. Yep, that makes sense. <laughs> you got it. Here's the rest of your top 20. Rafer Alston, Kobe Bryant, number 19. What? Assist? Yeah. Liar. You're lying. Anthony Carter. All putbacks off misses. Anthony Carter, Joe Johnson, Brandon Roy, Kirk Heinrich, Patrick Mo Moore. Williams, Chauncey Billups. Oh, Chauncey Billups, there's your piston. Earl Watson, Andre Miller, Allen Iverson was number nine. Well, he never passed. I, I'm aware. He didn't pass the ball. Raymond Felton, Baron oh. Davis, Jose Calderon, Darren Williams was number three of the Utah oh, Jazz. Darren Williams. It's Darren. Here we go. I'm by the see. way, by the way, we should acknowledge the fact that Allen Iverson was only on that list because of misdirected passes to Carmelo <laughs> Anthony. Yes, <laughs> like, like literally, none of them were actual passes. They were hit, all hit by defense to the shooter, and to Carmelo and Kenneth Fareed. So here we go. That's eight people. I think that's funny. So here we go. Free throw percentage is my misdirect. Free throw percentage. Let's see if you can get three. Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson. No. Tim Darren Duncan. Williams. Tim Duncan. It's, no. It's Darren Williams, dummy. No. It's Darren Williams. Darren no Williams. His name. No. Kobe. Kobe Bryant. No. Ray Allen. Ray Allen, number four. 91%. Pete Maravich. Pistol <laughs> Pete Maravich. Retired in 1980. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Where is 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 this time the time? No. Shaquille O'Neal. No chance. <laughs> I, I don't have to look that one up. LeBron James. Bitch. Le, LeBron's like a career seventy-two percent free throw percent free throw shooter. So no. I think white guys from Duke. That's Christian a solid Leitner. Guess. Christian Leitner. Not in the league. <laughs> um. There are quite a few white guys on this. Chris list. Paul. <laughs> Chris Paul. He is not a white guy. Chris Paul. No, I'm that one actually surprised him. He's not on the list. Kurt Heinrich. Nowitzki. Kirk Heinrich. JJ. No. Dirk Nowitzki, one. number 10, 88%. There's two. Steve one Nash. more to go. One JJ Reddick. JJ Reddick. No. Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Number five. Kevin. I Nash. said that. Stop. I didn't hear you. Number 91. Here's the rest of your top I didn't hear 20. You. Here you go. Wally Zerbiak was number 20. My He's still playing legend, Wally Zerbiak. Danny Granger, Mo uh-huh. Williams, J- Jason Terry, Manu Ginobili, number 16. Manu. Jamal Crawford, Jarrett Jack, Grant Hill, Kevin Martin. He's back. Grant Hill was still playing at 08. Good yeah, lord. Oh, he played like 2011. What did he play? Yeah. Like four games? Sure. He sure went three for Jeremy three from the Hill. line. Kevin Durant. Grant Hill went three for three from the line. It's That's all correct. Good, Kevin Durant, number 11. I said Kevin Durant. You did no, not. No, we said that the last time. Sam Cassell, still in the league here. No way. I, I'm, if I'm lying, I'm dying. My, Does that make sense? Uh, Derek Fisher, 
North Carolina Tar Heels legend Jerry Stackhouse, number seven. Karan Butler, Ben Gordon, Chauncey Billups, oh. and number one, Peja Stojakovic, 93%. And the Italian that Stallion was box score trivia. Let's move on. June 22nd. Arguably the greatest stand-up comedian who's ever lived, George Carlin, passed away at age 71 from heart failure. I thought he was older than that. I thought he was like 104. (laughs) Most people who remember George Carlin think of him as the Dirty Mouth comic, and he certainly was that. But George was also incredibly talented in the sense of using that profanity to shock people and then use the shock to instill a mindset of opinion. After being court-martialed three times while in the Air Force and being discharged in 1957, Carlin met Jack Burns. Burns was a radio DJ out of Fort Worth, Texas, and the two started a comedic duo. The two had some success in Texas, so they took their act on the road and headed to California. They made one album in California, and then the two separated, but remained close. In the 1960s, Carlin started to make appearances on variety shows playing different characters, but the one that stuck and gained him attention was the Hippy Dippy Weatherman. The Hippy Dippy Weatherman here to give you Hippy Dippy Weather, man. Carlin then became a favorite on The Tonight Show, even guest hosting the show a few times for Johnny Carson. Four days prior to his death, the John F. Kennedy Center for Performing Arts named Carlin its 2008 Mark Twain Prize for American Humor honoree. Carlin became the first ever posthumous recipient of the award in November of 08. Carlin had a history of heart problems spanning three decades. This includes heart attacks in 1978, 1982, and 1991, an arrhythmia requiring an ablation procedure in 03, a significant episode of heart failure in 05, and two angioplasties on undisclosed dates. His death occurred on... His death occurred one week after his last performance at the Orleans Hotel and Casino. As per his wishes, Carlin was cremated and his ashes were scattered in front of various New York City nightclubs and over Spofford Lake in New Hampshire, where he attended summer camp as a child. In 1972, Carlin perfected his well-known seven dirty words routine. So you can strike all those F words I said earlier. It's going to get worse. You're welcome. Mm. Great. Which most notably appears on Class Clown as follows the seven dirty words. You can't say those. Those are the heavy seven. Those are the ones that will affect your soul, curb your spine, and keep the country from winning the war. By the way, he would later add three more words to that list. Yes, correct. By the way, you can say tur on TV. Not no, but we have to. We have yeah. <laughs> on July twenty first, nineteen seventy two, Carlin was arrested after performing his routine. At Milwaukee Summerfest and charged with violating obscenity laws. What the hell is wrong with you, Milwaukee? The case, which prompted Carlin to refer to the words for a time as the, quote, Milwaukee Seven, 
was dismissed in December when the judge declared the language was indecent. They were not obscene. George Carlin was arrested seven times for reciting the seven dirty words routine. I love it. So how George Carlin actually. So when he first started, he was always suit and tie on TV. Yes. And he, and he would do characters. Right. So then um, how he kind of broke out was in, uh, I think it was, it is the late fifties when Lenny Bruce got arrested for obscenity charges. And yes, folks, that used to be a thing. Uh, George Carlin was there and he got arrested with Lenny Bruce because when the police asked for Carlin's identification, he said, I don't believe in government issued identification and was arrested immediately. Yep. And he was wrong. And then he grew his, he grew his hair out. He grew his beard out, lost a lot of TV spots because he essentially became a hippie. But that's when he took off. He became the only anti-establishment comedian of the time. And he's, I love George Carlin. His, his career fascinates me. And there's not a, 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 a special, he did 14 specials in his career and all of them are good. I like Carlin. I'm, I'm with you. Love me some George Carlin. Loved him in the nineties because like, the best clip, the best thing he ever did to me that I thought was hilarious was the difference between baseball and football. That was hilarious. I haven't heard that one. You Google it. Google it when you get a minute. We'll do. Producer, hit the clip. That's not enough for them. RV is not enough. Behind them, they're towing a motorboat, go-kart, dune buggy, dirt bike, jet ski, snowmobile, parasail, hang glider, windsurfing equipment, a hot air balloon. He's talking about Dave. Mm, hey. <laughs> got shit to do. <laughs> I'm going up to Lake Tahoe, but then we're going to head down to L.A., and then we're going to do some, some wakeboarding. <laughs> then up to the mountains. Yeah, we're going to go up to the back of the mountains and ski. Hit my clip, producer. Oh, it's time for Dave's Faves. Have you seen it? Our life together? When do we ever have a life together? Come on, sporto. Level with me. You slipper the hot beef injection. Go to hell! Nah. <laughs> What's going on? I think Huh? All right. After two weeks, Timmy C leads two and a half to one. <laughs> half point last week. Could have been a half to ten points, depending. Mm. We have four movies this week, and the vast majority of them were ass. <laughs> they yes, and That's at least music. three of them. Movie number one on a budget of ninety million dollars. I can't believe they spent ninety million dollars making this bullshit. <laughs> Our Off first movie racer. this week grossed more than two hundred and four million dollars, which is even worse. It That's made money. Awesome. Harboring an ardent desire to be the best in the cutthroat world of hairdressers. Oh, the shit. Mossad's finest soldier seizes the opportunity oh, to call it quits. Uh, Zohan. Uh, don't mess with the Zohan. Timmy gets or TJ gets it because Timmy just said Zohan. So TJ gets 14 points. <laughs> you don't mess with the Zohan. They spent $90 million making that movie. Are yes. you kidding me? Yes. It made $200 million. 
That movie needed some nicks. Hit the clip. Huh? This is good. Smell it, smell it, smell it. Now take it. That's for you. Right, let me go. You said you wanted pretzel. Okay, I'm good. Beautiful, Yolfie. You want, you want some chickens? No, 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 no. I fix for you. What are you, bionic? No, 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 no. I only like the girls. Thanks, anyways. <laughs> I love me some Nick Swartzen, though. Stupid. Oh, he needs to go back to Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, and Waterboy days. Because the yeah. stuff he makes now is crap. Trash. Well, that, that era specifically was not kind to Adam Sandler. No. All right. Movie number B. On a budget of $130 million, our second movie this week grossed more than $631 million at the box office. Waterworld. Please stop. This is an animated film. Baby's Kids. Yes. TJ, 100 points. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) To everyone's surprise, including his own, Poe, and Timmy gets it. Kung Fu Panda. What a nerd. Yeah, loser. (laughs) You get get minus points for getting that right. Minus one point. You get minus points because you guessed it right before he was done reading the first clue. (laughs) He said the name of Kung Fu Panda. (laughs) Love that shit. <laughs> probably watches the Netflix TV show. <laughs> Hit the clip. What? I eat when I'm upset, okay? I, I got to tell you guys, I appreciate our friendship because of moments like this. I say... Uh, don't mess with the Zohan. No one says a word. And then Timmy guesses Kung Fu Panda. And we all go, nerd. (laughs) (laughs) All right, movie number C this Mind you, mind you, you got 10 more points than I did. Off two guesses. (laughs) (laughs) Movie number C. Our third movie this week grossed more than $264 million. On a budget of one hundred and thirty-seven million. What? Avatar. It stars Edward Norton and Liv Tyler. Hulk. The Hulk. Bruce Incredible Banner, Hulk. a science. Incredible, Incredible Hulk. Hulk. Step hens wins. What? He the Incredible Hulk. Piss off! Piss off! <laughs> the Incredible Edible Egg. Hey, the name of the movie is The Incredible Hulk, not Hulk. Dingaling. I don't know what to tell you. Hulk was a different movie that came out in like 2002. And it's true. It was trash. Movie number D. I hate you. Our score hate is you. Timmy, you. Timmy three and a half, TJ three. Oh, see? Bullshit. Fair score. Fair score. All right, this one's hard. If you get this, I'll give you two points. Mm. TJ, if you get it, I'll give you nine. Thank you. <laughs> nine. <laughs> 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 Our last movie this week grossed more than 342 million 
on a budget of seventy-five million. God we really damn. No wonder why the housing market crashed in no way. We were just blowing our money on all kinds of stupid shit. Uh, yeah. Film. <laughs> this was actually a good movie, though. Okay, I'm listening. So, a meek, twenty-four-year-old frustrated office worker discovers that he is the son of a professional assassin and that he shares his father's superhuman killing abilities. After discovering his abilities, he joins the fraternity, a secret society for which his father once worked. This film stars Angelina Jolie, James McAvoy, and Morgan Freeman. Go on in 60 seconds. Thank you. Minus nine points. Oh, it was a joke. Oh, plus double oh eight. Double oh eight. Minus 12 points. Thank you. That's deserved. I don't know. I wanted. Dead or alive. Never heard of it. It's I'm good. a you cowboy. Should watch it. This is a good movie. It's where they shoot and they the make curves and side. stuff like that. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen that. I'm sorry, I have seen that. You're right. Okay, yeah, it was, it was all right. Somebody I mean, the bullet curve idiot. was kind of stupid, but yeah, the, uh, yeah, but good, no, movie. good movie, good movie, yeah. Wait, right, since you, you shoot it, if since you, you shoot it, it like I'll give you frisbee. half a point. If you just shoot it like a frisbee, it'll curve around the post. Dead or alive, PJ, one half point for not singing. That's yes. That's, like that's a moron. There we go. All right. <laughs> Why are you here? I don't know. So hit me. Why are you here? I had a shit life, so why wouldn't I? I'm going to your f- So that's how Professor X got paralyzed. What do I got to pay for that, by the way? Yeah. To get punched directly in the nose by Angelina Jolie? Yeah. $12. I got it. (laughs) That means it's my turn? We'll Mm. save our point total. I think we're tied. Uh Uh-oh. Bullshit. Mm. Hit the clip. TJC. That means it's my turn. Mm. Let's go to Timmy's Trivioke. I'm walking on sunshine. Hey. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. I love it. I love you. Oh, my darling. You look wonderful tonight. Okay. Just, I love her. World famous racist Eric Clapton. Right. Good. I didn't even do it this week. You know, I look did this. I look good with some long hair. I might say so myself. I'm growing mine out, by the way. You look like you belong in a trailer park. I'm getting me a top knot again. Who's to say I don't live in a trailer park? He does. A trailer park with a basement. Yeah. Epic. I mean, I I'm pretty high up on the trailer park. I got a basement, bro. It dodges tornadoes. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to just hang on to the wheel well. I have a basement. <laughs> Apparently, the winner gets to chop Quelo, except me. And what's fun is, 
This was none of our ideas. It was James's. <laughs> What's the name owe, I think I already owe Quayla a chop because he didn't lose his oh. 50 pounds or whatever. You can get two if you listen for 10 seconds. One per tit. What's the name of this song? John Cena? This was never the I kissed a girl and I liked it by Katy Perry. No. Correct. Now you chop him twice. That's actually a good song. So you, I'm sorry. What? How how do you pick that song? And you're Did you like, say that's a good song? No, I said nerd is what I said. I did I say it? I didn't mean to if I did. That's a good song. I didn't mean to if I did. But you, so you, your idea was if you win this, you get to chop me in the titty, and you <laughs> picked, and you picked that one. You could have picked, I don't know, 08. You could have picked Stabbing Westward. You could have picked anything. You picked that one. Probably the biggest song of 2008. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say he was a genius. I was not trying to pick something generic. I just don't understand why Timmy didn't cover that. There were like two songs. I don't trust. Did you hear the movies Dave just covered? Yes. Don't fear the or fear the Zohan was one of them, and I almost said Zoltan when I originally guessed the movie because I love <laughs> another I love point that. for TJ for Zoltan. <laughs> <laughs> he now leads by a point and a half this month. And also, what who, what, uh, what character from uh, Salute Your Shorts is in that movie? Donkey, Donkey right. Lips. All right, I had three songs picked. And one of them was Apologize by Timbaland and... It's too late to apologize. Yes, that's yeah, song. Yeah, because you were singing that to us before we started recording. That was yeah. the other... And that Katie song, Knuckles. and then Katy Perry. Yep. And then there was one more, but trust me, it wasn't going to be good. Thank you. Okay. All right. But you know what is going to be good? No, it's this not. show. <laughs> no, incorrect. WWECW from June 3rd, 2008. We are at the Staples Center in LA, which surprised me a great deal. Your announcers are Taz. Oh, shit. Mike Adamley is the other yeah, one. Yeah, good job. Thanks. We start the show with ECW GM Armando Estrada having his things removed from his backstage office when it is revealed that the new GM. Is Teddy Long player? Holla, holla, holla. Holla, holla, holla. Let me holla at you. Let me holla at you. Former manager of former WCW World Heavyweight Champion and Florida State Seminole legend Ron Simmons. You ever mute him? I don't understand. This is all done so wrong. WWE should have kept ECW in a small grungy building and let someone like Heyman run it. This version was absolute ass and is in no way proper representation of ECW. They they did WCW and ECW both wrong. ECW should have been NXT. Uh, uh, yes, that was my first thought. And I, I've always said if I bought WCW... And I'm Vincent Mann. I would make up or or either a, a pseudonym or just make someone the owner 
right? The, the purchaser of WCW. No one knows who he is. Keep a WCW on a separate television network, like say FX or whatever, and then make a WCW your developmental territory. But act like it's still a completely different company because then when you have an invasion angle, it still means something because the other company is still on TV. Or you want to keep it alive, make it WCW SmackDown. So initially I heard it was supposed to be WCW Raw and WWE SmackDown. And I Either that, way. That was totally on something screwed. to wrestle, I believe. The best part of this shit was Kelly Kelly. Mm-hmm. She is fire. And TJ, all the way off with Mike Adam Lee on commentary. He makes Boyd Pierce look like Dr. Suit. He, he wasn't wearing a cloud suit, so there's that, like my cousin Vinny. Match one. We have a fatal four-way match with the winner facing ECW champion Kane later on in the night for the ECW championship. Wow. CM Punk comes out first, and he is the current Money in the Bank holder. Dreamer comes out second, who is selling some injuries after ECW one-night stand. And he's 47. And he's, yeah. Travel Guerrero is third, and fourth is John Morrison. Who? All these participants are former ECW champions, and Morrison is one half the current tag team champions. The story of this match is Morrison doesn't seem to have any clue on what's going on and is just throwing potatoes. Because he was he was <laughs> laying some stuff in, but he looked lost most of the match also. Pretty standard four-way match. Punk ends up getting the win after hitting the GTS on Chavo. How great is it? The announced team of Mike Adam Lee and Taz. I don't know if it gets any worse. Where, where's Where's Mark Madden when you need him? Ugh. <laughs> they could have brought out Oklahoma and it would have been better. Wow. <laughs> it's terrible to hear about his current struggles with CTE for it's Mike Adam Lee. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, and I loved him on American okay. Gladiators back in the day. Now he's still alive. He's still alive, yeah. But I loved him on American Gladiators with Larry Zonka. Larry Zonka. Old pushback. The Zonk. So I take it WWE was pretty laid back with the old brand extension here in 2008. Punk was your money in the bank holder. Morrison was a current WWE tag team champion. That just doesn't scream regular ECW wrestler to me. Well, Tommy Dreamer was in this match. Looks like our referee is show friend Brian Hebner. He looked much younger in these days. You're getting old, dude. Because wow. he was young. It's a dick thing to say. <laughs> he looked like a baby 15 years ago. You hear that, Hebner? You looked like a baby. Baby Hebner. Baby Follow Hebner. him at Baby Hebner on Twitter. Mm, that's nice of you. Now he's old man Hebner. But Punk wins, but he looked doofy with long hair. Did He's called like Doofy? Yes. <laughs> he was Doofy, by the way. What a bunch of jobbers in this match. Terrible. Explain to me how the big show pinning Tommy Dreamer last Sunday with one foot translate to him getting this chance in the world title picture. I hate this. Should I be concerned about Tommy Dreamer showing his back to Mike Adamley? I feel like um could be sexual. At least he didn't call him Jeff Harvey. Mm. 
And do you think Adam Lee thought he was back calling gladiators at this point? Because he did sound better, though. He did. He did do better in this. Yes, show. he was. He was all right on this episode. Yeah, that those first couple episodes 10. on Raw were bad. Two out of ten. Good job. But somebody made like a compilation of the Adam Lee years, and you just again knowing what we know now, you feel terrible for him. Yeah. He, why anyone thought he needed to be here is beyond me. Vince. Well, no, I get that part. So let me rephrase that. Why Vince thought he should be here is beyond me. I don't know what Adam Lee would bring to the table there. So it didn't make any Nothing sense. Nothing good. Me. Well, I, especially when you're re, redoing the ECW brand and you have Joey Styles employed. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you. We're backstage with Armando and Teddy again as we continue this GM storyline on a C-brand show named after a brand that died seven years before this aired. Teddy Long books him in a match later on tonight. Years. It died 12 years before this aired. Well, I mean, it officially died in seven. Well, yeah, I've seen the shows. It was dead 12 years before <laughs> this. Well, according to you, it died in 1991 before it was ever 1993. That was... T- Yes. Teddy Long books him in a match later on tonight against current United States champion and SmackDown superstar Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. Armando Estrada versus Matt Hardy. That'll put some butts in seats. Jesus Christ. Again, another not ECW guy on the show. Great, good job, y'all. Now, Kofi Kingston and his Jamaican accent come out to the announced position for the next match. Match two, Shelton Benjamin takes on Matt Seidel, a.k.a. the future Evan Bourne. Pretty standard squash match until Shelton literally powerbomb throws Seidel into the lap of Kofi, gets the count out win. After the match, Kofi runs in and attacks Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Edit that. I wonder what sort of career Shelton Benjamin would have had if he could talk on the microphone. To be fair, he talked all right. He wasn't terrible. I've I don't think worse. I've ever seen him have a bad match. No. no, he's good. And how he wasn't pushed to the moon blows my mind. Put him with a mouthpiece, man. Well, and they did, and then they broke him up. Could you Multiple. imagine Paul Heyman? He was with- in Team Angle. They <laughs> broke them up. And then he was just with the Hurt Business, and they broke that up because they were getting too over. I had completely forgotten about Jamaican accent, Kofi. How? I had forgotten all about it. One of my favorite clips is Triple H calling it out. Hey, didn't you used to be Jamaican? It's like one of the funniest (laughs) ones ever. So, you guys, this was Matt Seidel's debut match with WWE. And he would be renamed Evan Bourne the following week. I guess Good. if no one's watching, it doesn't matter if you just change names whenever you want. So just correct. Can I? I mean, you, you saw him last week, but now his name's Evan Bourne. Do you guys well, know? Well, what's great is for one, he's wearing the same attire that he would wear later on as Evan Bourne. And did you guys notice? Is this ECW on Sci-Fi? Yeah, yeah I'm so. guessing they all were. So yeah, yeah no, one, no one watched it. No. It, my comment was they announced it was Matt Seidel. Guess this was before he was even born. I didn't know it was the next week. Wow. Very next week. Very we next this, week. Do we have the Terrible. sad trombone from Price is Right for Timmy for that wah, comment? Wah, wah, wah. Thank you. Hey, 
I didn't even know he did. <laughs> That's awesome. Good job, producer. But it's e- it was <laughs> it was me. I know it was you. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. All right. It's easy to forget how good Benjamin was, though. Yeah. High price for Seidel here, losing by a count out and not pin. Well, actually, that does say something for him. I thought Bourne could have done more in the WWE. I didn't think they used him enough. He could have. I mean, I think he injured himself. Right, you know, he, he hurt his leg at one point in time, so he yeah. was off TV for a while. But well, if you remember, they, they he's they way too small. With, Vince was never going to yes. push him. Well, of course, but if you remember, they put him with uh, Cena for a while, and he was over at that point, and then they just kind of stopped using, him, probably because he got hurt. But I was going to say, was Cena throwing him at people or what? <laughs> no, I think they were. They they weren't like they weren't quite tag partners. I think they did tag on a few occasions, but I think Cena was just like his buddy, you know. I think he challenged for the U.S. title a few times. I think he even tried. Yeah, I think he almost beat. Well, that was that feud was when our uh, Orton hit the greatest RKO of all time. Was on Evan Bourne coming out of the uh, Shooting Star Press. Randy Orton's well, overrated. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying it was the greatest RKO ever. Maybe. Well, actually, the Rollins one may have been better. Match three: Matt Hardy takes on Armando Estrada. If I know you've been waiting with bated breath. I have to be actually Armando Alejandro Estrada. Estrada. Emilio. (laughs) I have to be honest. Before I watched this show, I forgot Armando was a thing. I thought he was just with Umaga the whole time. I forgot even that part. Matt Hardy wins in a walk. Then Teddy Long's walks out, tells Estrada he's going to have another match. This time against Colin Delaney. Remember him? No. Me neither. Delaney rolls up Estrada and grabs Estrada's jeans for the win. Why did this exist? Although, afterwards, we do get a backstage segment, and we get to see Ron Simmons. Yes! Did you say segment? Segment. <laughs> we get a segment. Sometimes More I like wrestlers. My, I like to leave my G's soft. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see if anyone's paying attention. You, you caught it. Very good. Good on you. More wrestlers from other brands showing up here in ECW. I guess they're doing all they can to pop a rating. Because this wasn't. I learned something when doing some research on Erstrada. He is, in fact, not Cuban. (laughs) He is of Palestinian descent, and his real name is Hazam Ali. So wait, they had... Never mind. I'm when just, he was in OVW, he was actually the bodyguard for Muhammad Hassan. I was going to bring him up just now. and Who I, was I, I not of Palestinian? No. They could have switched him. Yeah. Good Lord. Terribly quick squash match. And who the hell is Colin Delaney? I have no memory of this kid, but looked him up. He didn't last long. He was cut two months after this show. Of course he was. But did you guys see, and I don't know if y'all have noticed this, but every time the camera zooms in on former WCW World Heavyweight Champion and Florida State Seminole legend Ron Simmons, and he says, damn, the camera shakes. Yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. I just thought Estrada was in awful good shape to be a GM because the front office folk don't often look like that. 
And I don't know who Colin Delaney is either. Uh, what the hell? That guy does. I know that he rings no bells. No clue None. who he is. Zero. Literally, if he were in Philadelphia with a hammer standing next to the Liberty Bell, he would ring no bells. Mm-mm. Did you call that just now? Because that was good. You're welcome. Um, you know what happened was Vince, because of the next segment, which we'll get to, Vince watched the promo package that he was involved in and then saw this at the before it, and he goes, who is that guy and why is he on my television? <laughs> And this is what the highlight was. Up next, we go to a highlight package of a press conference for McMahon's million-dollar giveaway. I do remember this. This is right about when I started to watch wrestling again after I walked away after WrestleMania 19. Well, you couldn't have picked the worst time. I came back here, yeah. Million-dollar giveaway. Such a cheap ploy to boost ratings. It worked. Main event. Kane versus CM Punk for the ECW championship. It's refreshing to see a show where the main event starts and there's still 15 minutes left of the show as opposed to four. Kane is dominating the match heading into the first commercial break and we come back. Kane is still in control with the dreaded abdominal stretch. Punk gets out of the body scissors and starts his comeback. Kane shuts him down the clothesline and goes back to the body scissors. As they build to the finish, Punk tries to get Kane in the GTS, but Kane gets out and hits the choke slam to retain the ECW title. Good little match here. After the match, Miz and Morrison come out and attack Kane, and we go off the air with Miz and Morrison standing over Kane and celebrating, then going up the ramp. Yeah, this had to be nothing more than something for ratings. I tried to find the ratings online, but I couldn't find anything anywhere. Why else would you put your Money in the Bank winner on TV against your brand's champion just to have them lose? It's obvious they were going to do. It was obvious they were going to do something with Punk. So why are they having him lose to the ECW champion, which was a nothing title at this point? Correct. So many things about wrestling I'll never understand. But they, but still here, it was actually the ECW title belt and not the stupid like dinner platter they came out with right at the end. Yeah, the, the, and, and you could tell nobody wanted to wear it because the leather was stiff the entire existence of that belt. Sign of the night. If my ex sucked like Mike Adam Lee, I'd still be with her. That's solid. That is that is my, fa- <laughs> my favorite thing of this entire show. That's good. I like that. And doesn't it kind of make your champ look weak if CM Punk already wrestled a four-way match and he's giving him this hard of a match? You're, you're not going to hurt Kane here in 08. But he already wrestled a four-way match. And now he's giving him a 15-minute match. Piss off. And all it took was two WWE Hall of Fame-worthy wrestlers to make a good match in ECW. And like eight years after they died. So who who are the two Hall of Fame worthy wrestlers? Kane, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And CM Punk eventually if he retires from AEW. Wait, I, are you saying that CM Punk's going to Hall of Fame? Yeah. He should. Wow. He's worthy. He's worthy. Look at you. Look at you. In WWE. I don't He's like him. Randy Orton. I mean, they already put that jobber Bret Hart in. Why wouldn't yeah. CM Punk be able to get in? At least we don't have to pretend to like Bret Hart anymore. Exactly. I. Why I, do I, I keep doing it? I, I don't know. Because you're a tool bag. But I, 
For the record, I like Bret Hart. Of the amount of bleeps I get to put in this episode. <laughs> so, if you enjoyed this week's episode, uh, by the way, of this podcast, not of WWE, CW, no one enjoyed that. Nobody, Please let us know. Not even CM Punk, who won the main event. Correct. Well, he didn't. He, he lost the main event. Well, he Please he give us won. that five star review wherever you get this podcast. Make sure to follow the show on Twitter at FF Popcast, on Instagram at Filter Free Popcast. Follow the network at Filter Free Net. As for us, you can find us all on our social media platforms at Timmy C. Huh? Who? How do you spell that? Timmy C, 1979. Della Bill Dave. At Dave in the QC. And I am at T Stevens 91. Next week, we're going to cover. Ooh, this is going to be a bad one. World Class Championship Wrestling from June 4th, 1988. So if you're uh, paying attention, this is the Tennessee years. Very excited for this. That douche Martin Downey Jr. is on the air. We're Martin? Martin Downey. Morton. Morton. Morton, his name is. He doesn't deserve to have a first name. He's Downey. Marvin. He's a downer. Marvin Downey. Mary Downey. Marcus. We're popping the champagne. Who wrinkled my Randy Travis poster? And so much more. This has been the Filter Free Podcast, and so long for now. Joke of the week. What do you call a pair of sweaty boobs? Humidity. Humidity.